Now time for the BCHL Podcast. All the way in front, backhand, scores! Turn on the red light, the Capitals win it. Donaldson shoots, scores! Sean Donaldson shorthanded. Now one of a breakaway, in alone is Libel. Club save is Colby Hedquist. Nice move. Tanelli to the goal, to the backhand, scores! Cue it up. Tyson Dickett again, he scores! There's one for the highlight reel. Magnus all the way around, he scores! How do you do? Zach Michaelis, coast to coast! You go back to the goal! Oh, what a setup! Oh, me, oh my, put that a PCHL tonight! Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. Well, BCHL fans, we're through the first weekend of the BCHL regular season. And what a weekend it was. Plenty of action, uh, plenty of storylines. If you look at the three stars of the week, uh, you'll notice that all three are goaltenders. So uh, there was a bunch of standout performances in net. Uh, A few other games had uh, a good amount of goals scored. So uh, lots of action and lots to get excited about. And we're only through one weekend to play. On this week's episode, we speak with a pair of guests who were making news last weekend. First up, we speak with Chilliwack Chiefs forward Sasha Telegreen. And after that, we chat with Cowichan Valley Capitals goaltender and BCHL first star of the week, McCoy Bidewell. First up is our interview with Telegreen. Sasha Telegreen's name is likely familiar to BCHL fans as he was with the Chilliwack Chiefs during the 2020-21 pod season. Last year, he played at the University of Connecticut uh, in the NCAA, but chose to come back to junior for his last year of eligibility. So he's back with the Chilliwack Chiefs and back scoring goals. It looks like he hasn't missed a beat at all. Uh, If you haven't seen it yet, um, he scored quite the highlight reel goal uh, on last Friday uh, in their season opener against the Langley Rivermen, a game that they won 3-2. We caught up with Telegwin to talk about his experience playing college hockey last year, his decision to come back to the BCHL this year, and what his thoughts are about this year's edition of the Chilliwack Chiefs. So let's get to it. Here is the first interview of the episode with Chilliwack Chiefs forward Sasha Telegwin. All right, Sasha, you're back in the BCHL with the Chilliwack Chiefs after a year of college hockey at the University of Connecticut. Uh, We can touch on that in a moment, but first I wanted to talk about uh, your first game back. You ended up scoring a highlight reel goal on opening night against the Langley Rivermen. Uh, It was pretty impressive play, Um, so just maybe take us through that play and and how you saw it in your eyes. Uh, Yeah, so... um the first forward there, uh, Mason Kesselwing, did a really good job on the uh, forecheck there and, uh, you know, got the other team to bobble the puck a little bit. And that kind of just came in, support the puck. And luckily, you know, it was loose. I picked it up and just, uh, you know, went in, made a move and, yeah, got a goal. And obviously, you know you can produce at this level. You've done it uh, in this league before uh, a couple of years ago in the pod season with the Chiefs. But uh, how much easier does it make things for you uh, getting that goal, first goal out of the way early in the season and even having it being such a highlight real goal? Uh, what does it do for your confidence early on this season? Um, yeah, it was definitely a good thing to kind of it was kind of a good reassurance thing. Um, Obviously, I've played in the league before, but, um, you know, the I was still a little bit, you know, not nervous, but 
I was still a little, uh, you know, intimidated about the first game. So again, the first game, you know, um, shakes and whatnot. So it's kind of good to get that one out of the way and just kind of find the swagger back. And, um, we're kind of John pretty well as a team there. So, um, we didn't do too well in the preseason game. So that was also kind of a good relief. So who are you uh, starting to build some chemistry with this year so far? I know it's early in the season, but who who seems to be working well with you? You mentioned Mason Kesselring on that one goal. Um, who, who have you been gelling with so far early in the year? Um, so in preseason, we've uh, tried all different types of lines, all different types of combinations. So, um, you know, the first game, obviously, of the regular season against Langley, I played with Mason Kesselring and... Um, Kencher there so we you know we did a pretty good job there we played a pretty good game but uh you know I think it's a little too soon to say you know how we'll do or you know it's pretty it's, it's hard to tell how we'll do in the next upcoming weeks after the first game playing together but you know so far so good so I want to go back to last year. As I mentioned, you played at the University of Connecticut. Um, how was that experience for you uh, playing the one year there? And, and what did you learn from your experience in your first year playing uh, NCAA Division One hockey? Um, I learned a lot. Uh, college hockey kind of teaches you a lot about, you know, some of the small parts of the game that you don't really pay attention to or notice to, uh, you know, at the junior level a little bit. Um I learned how to play, uh, you know, well, I learned to attend more to the defensive side of the game and, you know, paying attention to details off the puck, um, you know, because at that level, everyone, you know, can play with the puck. Everyone can make plays at that level. It's kind of a matter of, uh, you know, who's more responsible and who's uh, willing to make more plays for the team. So kind of forced you to grow up a little bit and mature as a hockey player. So after the season, you decided it was best for your career to return to junior hockey for your 20-year-old season. Uh, I'm sure you had other options, but but you ultimately ended up deciding to come back to Chilliwack. So why was uh, this the best place for you to play uh, this season, your last season of junior hockey? Why, why were the Chiefs the best organization to come back to? You know, I just thought, um, you know, from the previous year I played there, I kind of gelled really well with the coaches and I have a pretty good relationship with them. And, you know, um, I just felt, you know, more comfortable for my development and, you know, um, ultimately, you know, bettering my game. I felt that, you know, coming back here and working with them again was the best decision. I mean, um, ultimately in the long run, like, yeah, I could have gone and tried to find a different school in the portal, but, um, I was definitely lucky to be able to have another year to come back and work with them and polish my game up a little bit before I take the step back and go back and play college hockey again. So definitely fortunate for that. Yeah, you mentioned the familiarity with the coaches was one of the big draws uh, of why you wanted to come back. And uh, looking back at the the pod season team, I believe there's only one player uh, other than yourself that's back from that team, and that's Abram Weeb. So most of your familiarity and comfort does come from your relationship with the coaching staff. So uh, what is it about uh, Brian Maloney and, and his staff there um, that's such a good fit for you? And, and why, why do you think you and the staff work so well together? I think the most important thing about them is that they uh, they're there to you know help the players. They want they want you know 
to teach. They want the guys to learn. They want to help, you know, develop everyone. Um, they understand that junior hockey is a stepping stone to the next level. So, you know, they're there to make sure that everyone reaches that next level and they'll do whatever it takes to, you know, get them there. So I think that was the kind of most important thing for me, you know, coming from prep school hockey, you know, um, I definitely, you know, did well in some areas, but had a lot to work on in many other areas. And they definitely took the time to work with me and, um, you know, far from perfect or far from, you know, you know, being a polished hockey player. But I think looking back, they helped me tremendously. And, you know, when I was kind of weighing on my options, I really took that to heart and it was pretty, it was a pretty easy decision to make, to be honest. So looking at the roster, this Chiefs, this year's Chiefs team is uh, quite a young one. A lot of 2004 and 2005 born players. Um, that, that makes you as a 2002 born, one of the older guys now. So uh, how is your role on this team different than what it was a couple of years ago when you were with them? Yeah, definitely very different. It's uh, probably, probably the complete opposite. Honestly, like I, it's kind of just weird walking around the rink, seeing all those guys and, you know, looking at them and, you know, looking back a couple of years ago, seeing myself in their shoes, you know, in their exact situation. So it's pretty funny to see that on a daily basis. But I mean, yeah, like I remember my first year, I was uh, a really young guy, one of the younger guys in the team and, uh, you know, looking up to all the older guys and, you know, all the guys that, you know, had years in the league and just trying to soak in information from them and soak in uh, their uh, past experiences with the league and um, just learning and taking everything in. And uh, now, you know, played having played where I played and having experienced what I experienced, now I try to, you know, take what I learned from the, the older guys now as a rookie then and you know try to pass it on to these guys and i'm just trying to do my best to you know be a guy that the younger guys can kind of look up to and trying to be my best to uh you know kind of take care of the young guys and also you know kind of give them a lead on you know just trying to help them out so looking ahead to the schedule this weekend it's a pretty exciting weekend for you guys um uh, obviously the home opener on Saturday, but before that you have a game in Surrey, um, which is uh, on the day of the national day for truth and reconciliation. Um, so both teams are wearing really cool indigenous designed orange jerseys to mark the occasion. I saw both teams posting them online uh, in the last few days. They look great. So uh, there'll be a raffle as well of the jerseys to raise funds for uh, survivors of residential schools in Canada. So uh, what, what does it mean to you and your teammates to be a part of this special night and, and knowing it's for uh, such a good cause? Oh, it means a lot. Um, it definitely gives us another, you know, motive to play for. Um, you know, us, Chilliwack, we, we're always, you know, super excited to um, always be involved in things off the ice and things outside the rink and, you know, all these different causes. You know, if it's, uh, if it's for the better of the community if, and if it's for the better of, you know, any group of people, you know, we're in it. So... Um, we're definitely excited and it's definitely a really cool thing that we can be a part of. And then Saturday, like I said, is your home opener, uh, playing against the Merritt Centennials. You, you didn't get to play in front of fans uh, your first time in the BCHL because it was the pod season and no fans were allowed in the building. So you played all your games at home, but uh, none of them were in front of fans. So how special will it be for you to finally, after over a couple of years, uh, get to play a regular season uh, game in front of the home crowd in Chilliwack? 
Oh, it's going to be so exciting. Like, I just, I really can't wait. I really can't, you know, I'm just really excited and geared up to, you know, have a real junior hockey experience. You know, I think my first year, year my first year here, I got a, you know, a taste of it, but I'm just really excited to, you know, get the full picture and I'm really excited to see, uh, you know, how our fans, you know, interact with us and interact with the game and um, it'll be special. It'll be great. Last question for you. So pretty safe to say that at some point in the near future, uh, you'll be announcing your commitment to another NCAA Division One program. While you're going through that process, what are you looking for in a school uh, that would make it the right fit for you? Um, I think the most important thing right now is to just not, you know, rush it and really take the time to, uh, you know, find a place that really fits my game, fits my interests, you know. Um, I mean, right now it's tough to say and kind of tough to point a direction of, uh, what school I want to go to, but, um, in a perfect world, you know, I'd like to go to a place where, you know, um, I fit in with, you know, my style of game, you know, um, you know, the, you know, the school and the social life and the social aspect of it, the educational part of it. Um, there's just so many different things that, you know, go into it aside from the hockey part, obviously hockey is the most important part of it. You know, um, I think the mistakes I've made in the past was just, you know, I didn't really have the patience. I just wanted to go, go, go. I just wanted to, you know, go straight to school without really taking a second to really study, you know, you know, how they play, you know, coaching staff, you know, uh, the type of conference that they play in and, you know, just little stuff like that. So I think right now the most important thing is to just play my game, worry about, you know, winning games with the chiefs right now. And, uh, I think everything will come, um, sooner or later. So, yeah. All right, Sasha. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Um, excited to have you back on uh, in the BCHL for one more year, and uh, best of luck to you and your teammates the rest of the season. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Huge thank you to Sasha Telegrin for joining the show. All right, let's move along. Our second interview is with Cowichan Valley Capitals goaltender McCoy Bidewell. As mentioned at the top of the show, Bidewell is the reigning first star of the week in the BCHL and uh, well-deserved. Bidewell faced 100 shots last weekend in two games, 50 apiece in both games. Uh, he only led in three goals, so making 97 saves in two games is quite the feat. Uh, and he led the Caps to a 1-1 one one weekend. They dropped their opener 2-1 to a strong West Kelowna Warriors team and ended up coming back to defeat the Alberni Valley Bulldogs 3-2 in their second game on Saturday of last weekend. This is Bidewell's second season in the BCHL after he joined Cowichan in November of last year. So uh, we chatted with him about uh, using that experience from last year and how it could carry over to this year, his role on the team this year as a 20-year-old veteran. And we talked to him about his hopes and his thoughts on securing an NCAA Division I scholarship here at some point this season. 
Without further ado, here is our interview with Cowichan Valley Capitals goaltender McCoy Bidewell. All right, McCoy, you faced a uh, hundred shots in two games over the weekend, so I, I'm thinking we have to start there. Uh, what was it like for you being in net for that, facing 50 shots apiece uh, in each game, and having it be the first game of the season? Like, what a way to kind of get you going in in the regular season. Yeah, you know, I think uh, it was a good start. You know, I think I think it kind of shows shows what I can do, and I, I want to set the tone early, like for around this league, and kind of show people what I can do, and show my team what I can do too. I think I gave them a chance to win both nights. Obviously, we got unlucky in the first night. Um, that uh, West Cologne is a good team, but we uh, managed to squeak away against Port Alberni, which is a good feeling, obviously. They got the best of us in the playoffs last year. So, I mean, we definitely wanted that one. Yeah. And of those 100 shots, you managed to stop 97 of them, which is incredible. You were named first star of the week because of it. Um, you, you mentioned kind of putting the league on notice kind of about your play. How, how dialed in did you feel in those first two games? How comfortable were you in the net? Yeah, I know. I felt like right where I left off last year, I think, I think, you just kind of keep it going from where I left off last year. Obviously, I think I had a, I was confident in my season last year. I'm going to take that confidence into this season and roll with it. Yeah, you mentioned the tough opponents uh, in the first two games of the year. West Kelowna uh, in the first game, they were a conference finalist in the interior last year, and you you only lost to them by one goal, two to one. And then you beat Alberni Valley uh, the next night, three to one, and they finished uh, first in the Coastal Conference standings last year. You mentioned the the playoff loss uh, by you guys to them last year. So obviously a good team as well. So uh, I know it's only early. I know it's only two games. But what have you learned about your team through the first two games of the season? Yeah, no, I think uh, uh, we've done a good job bringing in new new recruits this year, and I think I think they're really going to show. And I'm excited to like our, our good old old group of guys going to kind of mentor them, and we're going to be a really tight knit team this year. And I think uh, I think we're going to have a good showing, and I'm excited for what the year is going to bring. Yeah, there are a lot of new faces uh, on the team this year. Um, so that, that's sometimes challenging for teams uh, when there's so many new players to start, especially to start off the season. Um, players and people aren't, aren't really familiar with each other. So how uh, have you guys gone about that, about gelling and, and coming together early in the season with so many uh, new players on the roster? Yeah, I think it's just it's finding each each other's grooves, right? Like, I mean, it's finding out who your line mates are, for instance, or a deep pairing, or like my goalie partner. Or, you know, it's kind of figuring out who we are as individuals and then making it work as a team. And we're doing lots of team building to kind of obviously enhance that and speed things up because I mean it's season time now, so it's everyone's kind of got to get close. And I think the I think we have those up and ups and downs in the season. Obviously, I think we could ask for a better. Um, play in the first two games and I think we kind of came together in the last third period of Point Alberta he scored three in the three in the third and that really shows that what we can do and I think we're going to keep building off that uh, you joined the Caps in November of last season and kind of quickly uh, took over the starters role. Now that you've been through most of a BCHL regular season, a playoff series, and most recently a full off season and training camp, how does all that experience help you out in your second year in the league? Yeah, no, I definitely think conf- confidence can go a long ways in a lot of with a lot of people, and especially me. I think. I've gained that confidence last year coming in and I didn't know what to expect when I first arrived in November and I was kind of just took it and ran with it and it worked out. So now I've got that confidence and I know I can do it and I can 
give our team and give the team in, the, in this league a chance to win every night. And I think I'm using that this year. And I'm obviously uncomfortable here. I've got exceptional billets that I live with. And I get like everything's kind of like exactly how it was last year. So I think I can just keep building off that and keep using that to develop my play and improve along the way. So you turned 20 years old earlier this month. Uh, you're, that makes you one of the more veteran guys on the team now. Um, do you see yourself as a leader on this team? I know traditionally uh, in hockey, people don't always see goalies as team leaders. But um, have you taken on that role at all this year in your second year in the league and being uh, uh, one of the older guys? Yeah, I think we've uh, made a lot of changes in our, our lineup. So there isn't too many returning guys from last year. So I think there's definitely definitely a role that I got to try and fill and help these young guys like work out the kinks and stuff because obviously I was here last year and kind of seen how things we ran the team and what we what we kind of expected of what the older guys expected out of us younger guys so I'm kind of trying to enforce that with and kind of bring everyone together and we're all gonna kind of be on the same page with that and I definitely think definitely think I would be a, a leader and I hope that the younger guys can see that as well and I know everything that everything I do is trying to benefit the team and the young guys as well. So, so we talked about the three stars of the week earlier, and I'm sure you noticed that for the first time since we moved to the three stars format, you know, we used to do just a player of the week, but first time since it's been three stars, all three of them were goalies. So uh, there were some uh, really impressive performances in net last week. Um, do you, do you generally take notice of other guys in the league and what they're up to and, and how they're making out? Like how would you assess the goalie competition across the BCHL this year? Yeah, obviously, I think, oh, considering opening weekend, I think there's been a lot of good performances, but I try and focus on myself. I mean, it doesn't matter what the guy on the other end of the, end of the rank is doing to me. I know if, I, if I'm not doing my job for my own team, then I'd be letting them down. So, I mean, uh, all I can ask for is the other guy doesn't do his job. Maybe we get the win out of it. But, I mean, I don't worry about it too much. Uh, so it's no secret uh, the goal for uh, most BCHL players is to get a scholarship to play uh, <clears throat> NCAA Division One hockey. Uh, you currently don't have a commitment. Uh, is that something that you kind of always have in the back of your mind during the year? How do you approach that and maybe not putting too much pressure on yourself, but also obviously wanting to, to get your name out there and, and impress people with your play? Yeah, I think it's every kid's dream and it's obviously in mind for a couple of years now and it's like you said, I don't think it's something that's on my mind constantly because at the end of the day, I can't do all I can do about it is my playing style. I can't, I can't make them come watch or make them talk to me or whatever, right? So I'll just impress them with what I can do on the ice and see where it goes. Yeah, keeping with that subject, uh, the BCHL Showcase event is in just a few weeks, uh, uh, starting in mid-October, uh, and that's where we see hundreds of NHL scouts and CAA coaches all gathering in one place to watch all 18 BCHL teams play two regular season games. Uh, this will be your first experience since you, you hadn't joined the Caps last year at Showcase time, so uh, how pumped are you to, to go out there and, and press the, the scouts at this event? Yeah, I'm definitely excited, but uh, I think I'm going to treat it as every other game. And as long as I give my team a chance to win, that's all that matters. Last question for you. Obviously, uh, again, very early in the season, just a couple games in, but um, your your early assessment of the team, uh, what, what are you expecting from the group this year uh, as far as long-term goals for the Couch and Valley Capitals? Yeah, no, I definitely think, I definitely think we've improved on last year, and I think we're going to continue to build on that. Um, I'm excited to see what's to come and I think we got a close group and hopefully we can 
see what that's like along the stretch and we'll see what happens all right mccoy well thanks so much for joining me uh congrats on uh, the great weekend last week and the uh, first star of the week and hopefully you don't have to face 50 shots every single game for uh, the rest of the season uh, i mean it keeps me definitely not bored in the net so i can't <laughs> complain perfect all right thanks a lot yeah thank you bye All right, that does it. Another episode of the BCHL podcast is in the books. Huge thank you to both of my guests, McCoy Bidewell, who you just heard from, and Sasha Telegwin, who we spoke with at the top of the show. Before we let you go, just a reminder that the BCHL Showcase event is coming up in just a few weeks. It starts October 17th and runs to the 20th, so four days, Monday to Thursday. Uh, And tickets are now on sale. The event takes place at the Chilliwack Coliseum. So if you want to come check it out, if you want to come support your team or just watch some exciting hockey, uh, tickets are on sale now. You can get uh, a day pass or single game passes. Uh, And for those who don't know, the BCHL Showcase is where all 18 BCHL teams gather in one place, play two regular seasons over a four-day stretch, in front of hundreds of NHL scouts, uh, NCAA Division I coaches, and, and plenty of other scouts from other levels, and of course in front of the fans. So uh, it's a great event, uh, a perfect time to see uh, what's going on in the league, check out all the players from all the other teams. So uh, if you're able to, uh, be sure to get your tickets and come on out to the BCHL Showcase October 17th to 20th in Chilliwack. And you can find links to tickets uh, on the BCHL website uh, and on BCHL social media accounts. Speaking of the BCHL social media accounts, make sure to give them a follow. We are at BC Hockey League on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So make sure you're following all those accounts to stay completely up to date with what's going on in the BCHL. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, A thank you to Greg Ballack for producing this thing behind the scenes. And we will speak to you again very soon. 